horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, were told around thousands of frontier campfires by cowboys and wranglers, by miners and trappers. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for Burkeville! There's going to be trouble! at breakneck speed across open country toward the town of Burkeville. Come on there, Silver! Dusk had fallen and light gleamed from the buildings on both sides of the one street of the town. The masked man headed straight for the cafe and leaped to the ground before Silver had stopped. The noise of a fight came from the cafe. The masked man burst through the door. I can lick my waiting wild kid. My waiting man. Let me get a gun on him. I have a rampage with that bottle. Get back so I can get a shot. Dan, you fool. Come on, get out of here. No, you don't. Good luck. Change of that late one of them out. Come on, Dan. I'll pull his attempt. I ain't done with him yet. They'll be shooting. I'll stop him. Oh, my hand. He shot the gun clean out of my hand. Keep your guns down. All of you, back up and get quiet. Shoot again. Get him. Stand back, I said. Don't move. No more shooting. Next time I shoot, I might hurt someone. Dan, get out of this cafe. I'll meet you outside. I ain't a going. I didn't start the fight. They started it, and I'll finish it. Rush them. Take that masked man's gun. Don't try it. Come on, Dan. I ain't done with you yet, Dan. I'll get you the last thing I do. You and your whole pack of wolves can't lick me, Richie. I'll meet the pack of you any time you... Help me. Come on, Dan. Let me go. Let me go. You'll do nothing. Come out of here. The rest of you men, stay where you are. The first one that comes out to chase us might stop a bullet. Lone Ranger hurried Dan from the cafe. 
Richie groaned and dropped to the floor. Immediately, Doc Sykes ran to his side, and the rancher's men closed in around him. Outside, the masked man did not relax his hold on Dan until he reached their horses. Let me go! Talk on it all. You can't drag me along like this. Save your breath, Dan. Get on your horse. You and I have some talking to do. Who are you, anyhow? Where'd you come from? What's the idea of mixing into a private fight? Not up. We'll talk while we ride. Yeah, if I hadn't used up half my strength, you wouldn't have handled me like that. Not up this. and get away from here. I want to talk to you. But listen. Hurry. Hey, who are you, anyhow? This way. Come on, Silver. Get along there. Now, look at here, stranger. I want to know who you are and where you're taking me. There are a few things I want to know. We'll go to some place where we can talk without shouting from one horse to another. I ain't going nowhere till I know who you are and where you stop my fight. You're going, Dan, if I have to throw a rope on you and drag you. All right, Chip, I won't be talking to that. Turn way. this way. Now listen, stranger, if you just tell me who you... We'll be able to talk in about half an hour. Save it until then. Hail Silver! Hooray! Lone Ranger and Tonto had made their camp in a woods not far from town, and it was there the masked man headed. By the time the place was reached, Dan had calmed down enough to answer questions. He finally realized he was among friends and described the events that had led up to the fight in the cafe. Hershey wants my land. I don't know why he wants it, but he does. He's done everything to try and make me sell out to him. What sort of price has he offered, Dan? He won't pay a third of what the land is worth. The owner of Polecat's been trying to frame me into jail so he could buy the land from my wife. Why? I don't know. I don't know why Richie wants to land. You have a reputation for fighting. If any man wants a fight, I'll accommodate him. That owner at Polecat Richie's been spoiling for a fight. He has? He even tried to frame me for stealing his cattle. When I finally showed the sheriff that I weren't guilty of stealing the critters, I figured it was time to give Richie what he was asking for. I'd have beat him up in plenty if you hadn't busted up the fight. Richie seemed to have a lot of men on his side. Polecats, every last one of them is a no-good coyote. Tata. Uh-huh. Tell Dan what you heard. Well, me hear fella talk. Them name Dan Mason. That's me. And them say you quick to fight. Go to cafe, make fight there. Plenty fight. Who's saying that about me? Me not know that. Fella say Richie pay plenty when you fight in town. You suppose Richie wanted to get you in a fight in Berkeley so he could kill you? Yes, I don't know. Why, Juniper, that accounts for... Accounts for what? That's why I framed me. Perhaps. I thought it was a mighty flimsy way of framing a man. I didn't have no trouble at all proving that I was innocent of stealing that cattle. Then you made a beeline for town to teach Richie a lesson. You're doggone right. And that was exactly what he wanted you to do. That a snake. Why, that double-dyed horn told that no be go- careful, Dan. Ride directly home and watch yourself. Richie means business. That double-edged crook. <laughs> and rode straight home. But he was unable to forget his anger at Richie's attempt to frame up. The whole plan seemed clear to him now, and he muttered his indignation. Crook, the cold cat, framing me so I'd fight him, and then he'd have a reason to finish me off. Mm-hmm. Wish I'd know more about that man, man. Sort of like his style. <laughs> this cake stands at the door. What is this? Something... Daniel, is that you? Of course it is. What's the matter? Need a horse saddle, Dan. Come to the house right away. Oh, what's wrong, Kate? Is that Richie Cook? Come inside, Dan. You're pale as a ghost, Kate. What's happened? Oh, look at you. 
shirt torn, face all bashed up, and, and your hands. Oh, Dan, you've been fighting again. What have I had to do with You didn't go to town, did you, Dan? Tell me you were fighting at one of the other ranches. You don't know anything about a fight in Burkeville, do you? If I don't, ain't no one else that does. <laughs> sure, I had a fight in Burkeville, and I gave Richie a couple of cracks that he won't forget for a long time. Oh. I'd have done better if the fight hadn't been broke up. Oh, Dan. Dan, it can't be. What can't be? What's the matter with you, Kate? I'd read it all. I fought before and you never took on so. It's different this time, Dan. Oh, Sheriff Doyle. Sorry, Dan, but I gotta take you in. You've been hiding here in my house. Mm-hmm. Had to get your own admission that you fought Richie in the Burkeville Cafe. I couldn't help it, Dan. The sheriff brought his men his here. His men? Come on, boys. No use hiding any longer. We heard what was said, Sheriff. Look at here. What's your idea of hiding a posse in my house? It ain't a posse, Dan. We had to have a couple of men for witnesses, that's all. You'll have to stand trial. Trial for fighting? <laughs> hey, look here, you law-crazy galoot. Since when's it been against the law for a man to have a fight? Tell me one thing more, Dan. You went to the cafe of your own free will and accord, didn't you? Sure I did. You went there with malice aforethought. Hey, what's that mean? You intended to hunt out Richie and fight with him. You're doggone right I did. There ain't no other reason for me to go to that cafe. That makes it premeditated. That's bad. Bad? Kate, you're crying. Hey, Sheriff, look here. Tell me. What are you here for? To take you to jail, Dan. You'll have to go peaceable or otherwise. You killed Richie. What's that? I said the charge again you is murder. Premeditated and aforeplanned. Richie's is dead? Yep. You're charging me with murder? That's an out and out lie. I didn't kill him. I didn't hurt him at all. Look at me. Am I near being dead? Of course I ain't. Well, Richie was a doggone sight healthier when I left him than I am right now. That ain't so, Dan. Huh? You heard him call for help just before the masked man dragged you out. No such thing. Well, he did all right. Then just as soon as you were out the door, he drops to the floor. Doc Sykes examined him. But it wasn't nothing I did. Heart failure. He hit him one crack just above the heart, and that's what did it. The doc saw you. The doc's a friend of Rich's. He's just saying that. No, he ain't. There was others saw it. You can't call it murder if it died natural. The law says you killed him. I can't believe it. I won't believe it till I see him for myself. It's too late for that. I told Richie's men they could go ahead and bury him. Then I hightailed for the sheriff. Come on, Dan. I ain't going. No use taking that way of action, You want Dan. me, you try and take me. I'll fight while I got breath left in me. No use, Dan. You can't fight the law. I can and I will. Why, Juniper, everyone's again me. I thought I had a few friends. Sheriff, you always been friendly with me. I know, Dan. I'm still a friend. Fine friend. My job is to carry out the law. I'll see that you get a fair trial. There ain't no lynching started. You can't miss you, my own wife. Oh, Dan, I you couldn't didn't, help it. didn't let them to tell me that the law was hid here, waiting to grab me as soon as they come out with the truth about where I went. Don't hold nothing against your wife, Dan. She was so sure you didn't kill no one that she was glad of the chance to prove you hadn't even gone to Burkeville. That mask, man. He acted the part of a friend. Had me most believing in him. Now I see it was all a trick to get me out of the way while you got here and got rid. All right, everyone's out to frame me. Well, I won't be framed. I'm hanged if I rot in any jail. I'll go down fighting. If you want me, come and take me. Put up the shooting iron, Dan. Come on. No good, Dan. That won't help you none. Come on, take me. Try and get me. First one to step forward, reach for a gun and eat hot lead. Dan, even if you shot the three of us, there'll be others. You can't hide from the law forever. I can make a try, and that's what I aim to do. All right, Deputy. All right. Rope him, boys. Rope him and load him on a horse. We'll take him to jail. Come on. For the second time that night, Dan went into action. He fought with his back to the wall, and time after time, he drove the sheriff's men off. 
but then he made the mistake of following his advantage to the center of the room. A rope snake Dalton dropped over his shoulders and his arms. The loop was drawn tight in a second and the posse closed in. With his hands tied behind his back, Dan was carried from the house and lifted to his horse. The trip to jail began. Sheriff, I'm real sorry that Dan done this. I always like the big galoots. Never mind talking that way, Deputy. Yeah, I'll have a look at the ropes, Dan. Yeah, they're plenty tight. I better make sure. You still got a way to ride, Dan. You riding comfortable? Watch it to you. No, you should be made any more miserable than you got to be. I'd be willing to take the ropes off. I had your word you wouldn't try and escape. I'll give you my word. That's good enough for me, Dan. On one thing, hmm? I don't aim to stay in jail and wait for no trial. I'll give you my word that I'll bust loose the first chance I get. And if anyone stands in my way, I won't be careful of what happens to him. You're only making it hard for yourself. Yeah. We'll see that you don't get no chance to bust loose, Dan. That's my word to you. Half a mile farther on, the sheriff cut away from the trail and led his men into a grove of cottonwoods. Grove where the Lone Ranger and Tonto were camped. Oh, shortcut through the woods, huh, Sheriff? That's right, Deputy. I Hold it. What the? Right up, Sheriff. That horse. Who are you? Sorry, there's no time for that. Get him, Tonto. I'm Redskin. He takes prisoner. Hey, your man. That's right, Sheriff. Please try to understand that I'm doing this for a good reason. Feel in the prison. That's right. What if I won't go with you? You have no choice, Dan. We'll be hunted down, stranger. We'll get you and we'll get the red skip the same time we get Dan. We'll have to take that chance, Sheriff. Here, take this. What's that? Take it. Look at it after we've gone. Be ready now. All right, Kimosabe. We'll meet again, Sheriff. Come on, Silver. I'll drop him. So die. Can't shoot good from a horse against men riding like that. Boys, this here's what that masked man gave me. Take a look. A bullet? Yeah. And if the moonlight ain't making things look different, it's a silver bullet. A Lone Ranger? Well, maybe so, and maybe not. There's lots of folks know the Lone Ranger uses silver bullets, and nobody knows it better than outlaws. If that was the Lone Ranger, I don't savvy why he's interfering with the law. The masked man was a crook, and Dan's riding away with him proves he's guilty. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. 
The stage from the east arrived in Burkeville one week after Dan's escape. station you can read, can't you, stranger? You must be the sheriff. I am. My name is Richie. My brother lives here. Richie? Your brother? Yes. You know him? Uh, yeah, I reckon so. Well, where can I find him? You better come with me, Mr. Richie. What's the matter? Step over here where we can talk. Has my brother done something wrong? Tell me, where is he? Why are you acting like this? Right over here. Who was the man on the stage with you? I don't know. Didn't you get to talk to him? Some, but he didn't give me his name or business. Now, what about my brother? Well, I don't like to be the one to tell you, Mr. Ritchie, but your brother's dead. Dead? Yep. Killed a week ago. Who did it? Name the killer. Has he been hung? No, not yet he ain't, but he likely will be. Where is he now? Let me at him. He's cleared out, Mr. Ritchie. We had men scouring the country for him for the past week. We'll find him. Name him. Dan Mason. Mason, huh? I might have guessed that. My brother wrote about him. He was afraid Mason wouldn't try to kill him. I'll square things. No, Mr. Ritchie, there ain't a thing you can do. My posse in charge of a deputy will find Dan Mason sooner or later. And he'll pay for what he's done. He'll pay all right. I'll see to that. Where did he live? Uh, his house is the last one in town on the north side of the road. I reckon everything there is just about the way it was when he was buried. You'll, uh, you may be find his friends introducing themselves soon after you go there. All right, I'll go there now. I've got to hunt up that other newcomer to town, see what he has to say about himself. Hey, hey Steve. Yes, sir. Wasn't there another stranger on the coach? Where'd he go? Well, I see him get off. I don't know where he went. Uh, driver, where's the other passenger? I don't know, Sheriff. He got off from the stage, but I didn't see where he went. He didn't have no luggage. I don't know where he went. He couldn't have dropped out of sight. <laughs> this newcomer? I don't know. I ain't seen him. I know where he went. Just seems to disappear. That's all. I seen him get off the stage. That's all. Hey, you know, where is he? Who is he? Anyone finds him, I'll be in my office. So gone funny a man can drop right out of sight like that. Makes me fighting mad. Hello, Sheriff. Great Scott, you. Not too much noise. I have something to tell you. You're wearing that mask. If you're really the Lone Ranger, why are you working against the law? Where'd you hide my prisoner? Dan is where you'll not be able to get him. Where? About an hour's ride from here. Do you know it? Yeah? Well, you lead me to him and I'll forget the way you and that redskin took him away from me. I'll take you to Dan Mason. Well, come on, then. Wait. One thing more. Hmm? Don't waste time looking for the stranger who came here on the stagecoach. Hey, what? You mean... And don't waste time looking for him. You'll not find him. By thunder, so you're him. I didn't say that. But you are. You was riding that stage in different clothes and without a mask. Likely had your face fixed with a disguise. I wanted to get acquainted with the other newcomer. Richie's brother? Now, if you want to find Dan Mason... You're doggone right, I do. Why not bring Richie's brother along? You'll be interested. I'll get him right away. And uh, Dan's wife. Oh, yeah. You think that'd be wise? I think it would. Well, if you say so. One thing you've got to understand, Sheriff. Well... There might be some delay in seeing Dan Mason. Oh, what do you mean? You might not see him as soon as you think. 
Oh, if you're ready to start. Go ahead, I'm ready. How much further we got to ride? Not far, enough beyond the next rise of ground. This here is bad country. There's redskins around here. Yes, I know there is. How'd you know about this place for hiding out? I've been all over this country. I reckon that engine friend of yours knows the redskin country, don't he? I know there's many friends among the tribes. I bet he has. Richie's brother seems to be getting on real well with Dan Mason's wife. They've been riding together and talking ever since we left town. Yes, I noticed that. I'm real sorry for you, Mrs. Mason. It must be hard to know that your husband is a murderer. I do not talk about it, Mr. Ritchie. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can understand that. I want you to understand one thing, though. Yes? I feel that, well, as long as Mason shot my brother... He didn't shoot him. At least, I mean, as long as your husband was to blame for my brother's death, it, it means that when Dan is hanged, it will be, well... Sort of through my brother that you've been made a widow. Please. It's just ahead now. Oh. Get up. Oh, Get up there. Miss Mason, you do what you can to keep Dan from shooting. I will. I'll have some things to talk to you about when it's all settled, Mrs. Mason. Look, there's a grave. Great guns right out in the middle of nowhere. Read the sign, Sheriff. Dan Mason. That's what it says. You buried him here? Father and I set up the head marker, Mrs. Mason. I reckon it's better this way. Gone, huh? Well, Sheriff, this saves the trouble of a trial. Reckon it does, Mr. Ritchie. How did he die? This is dangerous country, Ritchie. There have been several bands of Indians around here. They... Look, they're close to us. We're surrounded. Don't shoot. We can't fight them off. Surrender and take our chances. I'll never surrender. Put that gun down, Ritchie. You start them shooting, they'll kill us without giving us a chance. Take your hands off me. You come. Indian one prisoner. You led us into this trap. You brought us here. I wanted you to see that grave. These redskins was all set and waiting to trap us. You come. Indian got camped nearby. Don't scalp me. I ain't done nothing. I like the Indians. I've always been a friend of the redskins. Well, you come. We talk by and by. We'll go. But there'll be a settlement for this. There'll be settlement in full. <laughs> Several days went by, during which the sheriff, Mrs. Mason, Ritchie, and the Lone Ranger were held captives by a tribe of Indians under the leadership of Tonto. It was on the fourth day that Ritchie found a chance to talk with Mrs. Mason. Now we needn't worry, Mrs. Mason. No. I just heard that the masked man and the leader of these Indians were talking. We're to be free before nightfall. Oh, I see. There must have been a mistake. The Indians, I guess, thought we were someone else. Oh. Uh, now we can continue talking about something I wanted to bring up a little while ago. I know that you won't want to stay here with your husband gone, will you? Here? I mean on your ranch. Oh, I haven't thought much about that. I'll buy the place from you. That will make me feel that I've done what I can to relieve your problem. I can't help feeling somewhat responsible, you know. Well, uh, perhaps I don't want to sell. My dear Mrs. Mason, you can't afford not to sell. I happen to know something of the circumstances, you see. I investigated, and uh, Dan had many debts which must be paid. Uh, why was your brother so eager to get the ranch, Mr. Ritchie? I didn't know he was. Oh, yes, indeed. He, he was mighty anxious to buy the place. Now you want it. You and your brother are a lot alike, aren't you? Oh, nothing alike. 
course, my brother had a beard. But if you saw me with one, you'd see that we were a lot different. That's interesting. What? Where did you come from? The sheriff and I have been right outside the wigwam, Richie. Eavesdropping, huh? Do you know about the railroad that plans to buy land through here, Richie? No. What railroad? The tracks are to go right through the Mason Ranch. Had you heard about that? How would I hear about it? It's quite common talk a few days east of here. News travels slowly, it seems. Is there a railroad coming through here? Yes, Mrs. Mason. And I wouldn't be surprised if you would get a mighty attractive offer for a small part of your ranch. So that's it. So that's why Richie wanted to buy the land. You're all going right at you. Oh, Dan. The masked man told me you were all right before we left Dan, town. Dan, the... Yes, it's me all right enough. You alive. Get your hands up. Put the gun down, Sheriff. Alive. You tricked me. You said... I you... said nothing that was not true. I simply showed you a place on the ground that was marked with Dan Mason's name. I also told you that you wouldn't be able to see him as quickly as you thought. I'll take your gun. You... Hey, let go. That's better. Sheriff, of all the double-dyed, honor-reminded, scheming snakes, Richie was the biggest. He knew all the time about the railroad and done his best to get my land, even framing me for murder to do it. I don't know all of the facts, Mason. You're an outlaw and a fugitive from justice. You've got to stay in trial and I... You, you all come now. What's that, Injun? You come. I thought you said we were free. Ah, uh, Indian fine man and look for. You come now and watch him die. Oh, no. In execution, I couldn't. You better do what he says, Case. Do I have to go, Mason? We aren't out of the camp yet. I think we'd better follow orders. You follow me. Come on, Sheriff. But if it's a settler they got, we ought to try and rescue him. We'll see who it is first. Well, not me. You don't catch me getting the Indians riled. They said we could go, and that's all I care about. Help! Sheriff! Look who it is. It's, it's Doc Sides. Well, what did they capture him for? Richie! You're going to save me. Only one is money. Who are you talking to, Doc? Richie's dead. I'm his brother, if you're talking to me. You know who I'm talking to. I'm his brother. But I'll gladly pay your ransom if it isn't too much. It's ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand? They'll take you back to town while you get the money. I can't. Ten thousand. You've got to pay it. I haven't got it, you fool. You can raise it. They'll kill me, I tell you. I said if it wasn't too much, I can't save you. Then I'll tell the sheriff the whole scheme. You'd better change your mind. Shut up. Tell... I never saw you before in my life. That man is Richie, Sheriff. He made me say that he was dead. We all crowded around when he fell. We didn't give your deputy a chance to get a good look at him. Boy, uh, you'll stay where you are. Dan, get me out of here. You stand in good with the boys in town. You can raise the money. Get me free and I'll clear, clear you of that murder charge. I ought to break you. Look, Rich was buried. Me and the boys tended to that. We just buried an empty box. Somebody's got to help me. How about it, Sheriff? What do you think of the case now? Raymond Dan for murder when there wasn't any murder at all. I'm Richie's brother. And then he cleared out of town and came back with his beard shaved off to get Dan's ranch. Dan, I saved you from the rope. You got it. All right, Tuttle. Money, money, go. What the? Cutting his rope. Yes, Dan. These engines are friends of Tonto's. And they captured the doc so we could force the truth from him. I'm free? It was all a trick, you fool. Yeah, just a little better than the one you played. You can't do nothing to me. I haven't broken any law. You admit that you framed Dan for murder. It was a doc who said I was dead. If you're going to put anybody in jail, it's got to be him. You paid me. That makes you guilty, too. You'll both land in the calaboose. Get into your saddles and hurry up about it. We're heading back for town. There's no law that can There's make me... There's civil law as well as criminal law. Whatever we make the charge, justice is going to be done. One thing more before you go. Dan, if you didn't have a reputation for fighting, Richie could never have planned this. I promised you, masked man, that if you proved the truth like you said you would, I'd never start another fight. Come for bring silver to McCobby. Hip... <laughs> I think you'll keep your word, Dan. Adios. Adios. Come on, Scout. Hail Silver! Away! 
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.